Hello, friends. Welcome back to our second episode of Midwest Madness, a true crime, conspiracy, cryptid, and cult podcast. Um, We are your hosts. I am Emily. And that was the most Minnesotan host I've ever heard in my life. We are your hosts. But I'm Danielle. (laughs) And this is Sirius. Say hi, Sirius. Oh, thank okay, you. There we he, go. He's our um, podcast dog. Yep. He just hangs out with us. Sometimes we'll have a second one, maybe, if I bring Sieva with. But today I was like, no, no, no. No, we should never have a second one. That's true. They might start playing in the yeah. middle. <laughs> um, so if you're back for our second episode, thank you. We yes. appreciate you. If you're a first-time listener, we appreciate you as well. Maybe not as much as the first time, as the other ones, but... <laughs> We still appreciate you. But you know what? If you keep listening, we'll appreciate you the same amount. <laughs> that is true. Um, last time I told the story, so this time it's Danielle's. So yes, and if you didn't listen to episode one, you need to because it was Glen Sheen and it it's a ride, you guys. So if you didn't listen to that one, go back and take a listen. It was really good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Danielle, I don't know Danielle's um, topic, so I'm... no pretty excited i knew emily's because emily was like i'm calling glenn sheen right now so we wanted to make sure that um i didn't do it too which i'm so glad i didn't because that was so crazy it was so fun to listen to um but so i decided to do a cult um and i'd never heard of this cult but a friend of mine had so i'm gonna give you like two hints and see if you can guess what it is okay don't feel bad if you can't. Again, I probably won't. <laughs> I never, I'd never heard of it. I'm not so. a big, like, cult. Like, I'm, I'm into the cults, but, like, not as much as, like, other things. So. Yeah. Okay. So, my first hint is that it was founded in Benton Harbor, Michigan. Don't even know where that is. Okay. Sorry, I, Michigan. I will tell you. Okay. Kind of. It'll, you'll, like. Is it anywhere near Mackinac? No. Okay. Then no. <laughs> Um, and then the second hint is that it was started by husband and wife preachers. Um, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Not a big shock there. <laughs> Actually, you know what? The fact that there's a wife involved, like a, a woman. That's true. Starting this, that is quite a shock. That's actually pretty But true. I have no idea what this is. Okay. So is anyone else? Anyone else? Anybody? Serious? Nope. Okay. He's got nothing. Okay. So this is the cult, the House of David. So clever name is David. Is that his name? Oh shoot! (laughs) It's not even I. Like as I said it, and I like when you asked the question, I was like, oh my god, I didn't even think of that. That's nothing to do. (laughs) Like, would that be funny though? Like, if his name was David and he named his cult after himself, it wouldn't surprise me. But no, not really. It's actually more surprising that he didn't. Well, okay, so. Correct me if I'm wrong here. So House of David is this one. Uh-huh. The one in Te- Waco, Texas, was that not the House Davidians? I think so, yeah. So he's a copycat is what I'm hearing. Um, No, because this one's before. This uh, one started before. Okay. Okay. What, what is your dog chewing on? He's a chewing bone. on something noisy. Sorry if you can hear his bone in the background. We're going to just take that away real quick. Sorry, podcast dog. Okay. He's so mad at us. <laughs> okay, so... The House of David. 
Like I said, it was founded in Benton Harbor, Michigan in 1903. Okay. So around the same time your story started. Oh, wow. Yeah, when they were building yeah. the Glenshine Mansion. So when you said the early 1900s, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Apparently the early 1900s were a ride. Um, so the location is on Lake Michigan and it is across the lake from Chicago and okay. then a little bit north. Okay. So like if you were to look at it on a map, it would be like the size of your thumb further north. Okay. So, yeah, nowhere near. It's on like the main part of Michigan, right? Not yeah, like the yeah, UP. No, it's on the hand, like of the okay, mitten part. Okay. Or wait, no. It's not in the UP, so it has to be on the hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, it's directly across. So it's not Illinois, but it's the other side of the lake. Okay. Um, I can show you and I'll probably post a picture. Probably a of, gorgeous place. Yeah. I mean, right on the lake, for God's sake. Like, that's got to be just beautiful. If you live in Benton Harbor, that's it. <laughs> let us know. Yeah. Send us pictures. If you're a House of David person, let us know. That would be amazing. Okay. Sorry. Um, Keep going. No. So it was started, like I said, by the husband and wife preachers, Benjamin and Mary Purnell, a.k.a. Father John Misty and Lord. And Wait. she spells her name l-o-r-d-e oh like the singer yeah so it's like fancy lord i don't know why you would add the extra e but i think she just wanted to be like fancy about it okay did you say he calls himself what father john misty that's what one of my sources had sure so i kind of in my notes i kind of bounce between pernell and fj because i'm too lazy to write father john <laughs> Every time. So if I ever slip up and say FJ, that's who I'm talking about. Or can you just call him Father Misty? (laughs) I don't have that in my notes. (laughs) So if I remember, I I definitely will. Um, Mary was his second wife. Um, Allegedly, they were married when Father John was still married to another woman in Kentucky. Hey, look at that. So another parallel to your story. Marjorie and Father John Misty were made for each other so far. Um, so before this, this is the, the thing I think that saves him from Marjorie. He was a door-to-door salesman. And in he 1903? Sold, yeah. And he sold brooms. Can you just imagine <laughs> this dude walks up to your house and he's got like an armful of brooms. In like, 1903 brooms too. Yeah. Like. Actually before that, cause that's, this was before he started. So they're probably like. House of David. Wow. I have no <laughs> words right now. <laughs> They're like made of twigs and like that's just what I'm envisioning. That's what I'm envisioning too. But I didn't know if that was like ignorant of me to say. Like I don't. I mean, they definitely did not look like the ones we have today. We will definitely be posting a picture of an early and late 1800, early 1900 brooms on our Instagram. Yes. Um. So Father John believed that he was the seventh messenger of God. And in the Bible, that's the last messenger before the rapture. Do you know what the rapture is? So the rapture is when Jesus comes. She shook her head no. Um, (laughs) The rapture is when Jesus comes back from heaven. Okay. And so, like, in the Bible, it says that he'll come back the same way he went. So he just, like, floated into the sky in front of his disciples. Right. So allegedly, he's just going to, like, descend down from heaven. And in, like, prayers and stuff, they say descended. Right, 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 right. You know. Yeah. 
So um, the rapture is supposed to be like when God sends all the plagues to wipe us out, which, you know, Corona question mark. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I would be lying if I hadn't thought about that before. I mean, it's crazy. But so, yeah, that's very it's cor- Corona is a terrible thing. People. We hate it. We don't want you to think we we're laughing at Corona. Oh, God, no. Very um, serious. Yes. Uh, we have a very personal connection with it. So like us making light of it is kind of a coping mechanism i think yeah um especially for for the time we're at in our lives right now um but anyways back to uh father john and lord with an e lord with an e um i do call her mary more than i call her lord with an e thank you because i don't want to have to say lord with an e the whole time yeah um but so he thought he was the seventh messenger of god and that his wife conveniently was the co-messenger. So out of all the people in the world that he could have found, somehow he found the co-messenger. And can you believe it? And we can't even find a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they believed that Jesus would come back and regrow the Garden of Eden. So like that was like their big thing. And at this point, they were further south. So they weren't in Michigan yet. Okay. Um, and like it, yeah, that's like the least weird thing that they have, I think. And honestly, like this is not, this cult isn't the worst cult I've heard of. Mm -hmm. Like, well, yeah, there's some bad ones. Yeah. This is like really tame. Like they actually sound like they're pretty dope people. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and no, I'm not saying I want to be in a cult, but as far as cults go, this one's pretty chill. Well, you know, the Garden of Eden, who wouldn't want that to be brought back? Um, So their rules were that their members needed to grow their hair and beards, if they were men, long, so they weren't allowed to cut their hair. Um, They had to stay clear of dead people. Well, don't we all want to do that? Yeah, so like... You can't go to the cemetery or... Well, they can't go to funerals. So their daughter, actually, they had a 16-year-old daughter, and she died and they didn't even go to her funeral and that was one of the reasons like they were shunned in the area that they were living in and why they left oh okay i think i might mention that later but sorry no it's okay um it's like my next bullet point so i'm not jumping ahead too far okay um she apparently died from firecrackers that's what one of my sources said like she was killed by firecrackers oh so i don't really know firecracker safety people it is a real thing (laughs) apparently like i didn't know that was a thing that could kill you like i knew you could get hurt but like have you seen those videos when they like tip over and people are like oh yeah i suppose see but i consider those a a firework not a firecracker that's true well we don't know what they considered firecrackers back in those days that's a good point um so the other things that the things they needed to abstain from were alcohol so you're out shoot tobacco we're back in (laughs) uh personal property both of us are out and sex so how they have a child together oh what yeah was this before though like before they made their cult they probably had the kid and then maybe this was you know how we use humor to cope with our losses maybe they use you know making a cult with no sex to cope 
the loss of their daughter. yeah no sex no alcohol no tobacco no personal property i don't know i'm reaching here uh, yeah it I think doesn't so. make sense and like that's but she is lord and he is father john misty so maybe yeah. they get an exception but so like the fact that they didn't go to their daughter's funeral though already says that they're they're doing these weird beliefs because that's true that's yeah. one of the rules is to huh. not go near dead people interesting um so one of my sources said that they grew their hair and beards to be long to be like jesus but one of them also said that it was because the longer hair and beards made it possible to absorb electricity from the air which is an answer i like a lot better than the first one (laughs) i'm just okay did they they just really like static electricity apparently who doesn't I mean, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I got with my four cans of static guard upstairs. Yeah, and, like, and I like carry a, sh- a dryer sheet in my pocket <laughs> to work because I'm like, I'm too staticky. Um, so even married couples who joined um, House of David were not allowed to have sex and there was no sex for procreation. So it's not a huge surprise that this cult is not super functioning anymore. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, they don't have any... So you they can't, can't get, make new members. Yeah. So you can't get new members if you don't have kids to bring into your religion, cult, commune, whatever. Yeah. So it's not a huge surprise. Um, Did we get to the part where they moved yet? Um. So, yeah, after their daughter's funeral, they that's moved. when they moved to Benton. Is there a reason they picked that place or just... I, I didn't see anything about it. My guess is it was a nice big open space and... On the lake. Yeah, on the lake. So it must have been pretty. Yeah, he's getting awful close to those uh, wires for my comfort. Can you sit down? Good boy. Oh, he's a good boy. Um... So everyone is called brother or sister. So you would have been like Sister Emily and I would have been like Sister Danielle and Sirius would be like Brother Sirius if he was a human, which is, yeah, but like even if you were married and you joined this thing, now your husband is brother whatever. Oh, so you have to call even your husband or wife that? Yeah, because you can't have sex with them anymore. So you're brother and sister now. So here's the thing. I'm really lazy and... (laughs) The fact that I would have to, like, speak that many words sometimes <laughs> would really just get to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sometimes I don't even want to, like, say my own name <laughs> and then having to add sister in front of it. Yeah. Like, and, like, I have a long name. Danielle is not a short name. So, like, you could be Sister M and that's not, like, crazy long. Yeah. But Sister Danielle. Sister Danielle. So, oh my god it'd be so annoying okay um, and like if anyone knows me i don't respond to danny because i'm not a, i'm just not a danny and so like if you're like sister danny i'd like not even fuck you yeah i just wouldn't even react i'd be like da, 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 da. so yeah it's that's wild to me um so they ate vegan because again dead body thing Um, So even animals. Yeah, even animals. So just avoid dead bodies. Um, And then they hosted a massive farmer's market in the summer months because they had um, 100,000 acres of land on Lake Michigan. 
Did they just like claim that? I don't know. That's how much land they had though. And everywhere I read said the same amount of land. What? Or no, 100,000 acres of land. So Uh, I don't know where they got all this money to buy that because A, lake property is expensive. We know that being Minnesotans (laughs) surrounded by water. And B, that's a lot of land. What do you do with all that land? Well, that's why I, I feel like actually, they just I, like I do talk about that. I cover that. I feel like they just stake their claim. They're like, no, nope, sorry, our land now. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but that's that's what they had for space. I am a huge fan of a farmers market, though. Oh God, right. Especially a dog friendly one. So I probably would have visited that. Actually, you're kind of touching on a few things that will come up in okay. the rest of my story. Um, they also owned an island on lake in lake michigan okay where so they would far, log for timber i am in on this call right a hundred thousand the thing lake acres of lakeshore property and an island yeah where they would log for timber other than the sister and brother part <laughs> because i'm lazy oh but you're fine with the no alcohol no sex no personal property stuff yep nope <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna wait until she admitted what was on her face because it was definitely a no <laughs> Okay, other than all those parts of it. And the haircutting thing. Girl, my hair is not that long and I hate it sometimes. But the real estate, man. That's it's true. all about the real estate. That's true. Okay. Um, so my, okay, my sources got a little bananas here because one of them, so I have three different sources that I will sort, cite at the end. Um. But one of them said that they had 600 followers and then the other one said that they had over a thousand. So those are very different numbers. Yeah. Um, because 600, like, while that's a lot, that's not a thousand plus. Like, no. that's a lot more. So either way, they had they had a good chunk of followers. But 600 and a th- like, even 600 is, like, more than I would expect. Yeah. Especially back in... 1903, 05, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Father John believed in hard work and lots of money, not necessarily for his followers because they could not have personal, personal property, property, but for himself. But it it really does seem like he did pretty decent things with it. Like I don't want to say that he's like a good dude because obviously it's a cult and there's like scandal involved, but like. On those 100,000 acres, they had public attractions. So they had a public zoo, a garden, like I said, for their farmer's market, a restaurant, an arcade, a movie theater, bowling alley, amphitheater, a jazz band, and the world's largest miniature locomotive. Okay, this place sounds dope Dope, as hell. I know. I was reading this and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Um, and then they built a few massive mansions where all of the members lived. And there's a picture of one of the mansions and it's really pretty. I wonder if there's still, any of them are still like. It's not like Glensheen pretty. Mm-hmm. Cause like Glensheen is like really stone, right? Yeah. It's more like your seaside kind of mansion. Like okay. where it, if, if it was smaller, you would call it like a seaside house or a cottage. Yeah. So it's, it's that kind of architecture, which makes sense because it's right on Lake Michigan. But that's not really like a a beachy place because it gets so cold. so cold. Yeah, and that's kind of surprising because 
like they built glenshin with stone to mm-hmm. withstand the weather oh. because the weather off those great lakes can get so brutal yeah. especially with the wind yes so and this one is a lot further south that's because true if you think of where chicago is but chicago has that wind yeah so i'm sure there's wind off of michigan on the other side too so but, i mean i'm sure it was very structurally built it's it's, <laughs> it's was, just a little surprising yeah it's just a very different style and again they had one hundred thousand acres yeah. so that doesn't necessarily mean it goes up the shore right so that could have been further away from the shore we don't really know yeah um and they would get millions of visitors to um their park every year and they called the park eden springs and now this is what got me because this was not the story that i was gonna do um i was gonna do a different cult Uh um one that is actually based in minnesota (laughs) the intrigue yeah so eventually i'll do that one but i didn't know how to say it and that kind of made me anxious because i was like i don't want to come into this not knowing how to say something yeah um i don't want to start out like that so I was kind of looking through some some Google stuff and I found this because the main reason I did the House of David is they had a baseball team what? that started in 1913. And apparently they were really fucking good. I am so confused <laughs> on what this cult is. And see, that's why I have such a hard time saying it's just a cult because... It clearly isn't like there's so much stuff going on yeah that it feels more like a community were the members of the baseball team members of the cult or yes. did they just like no pay babe ruth to, i know babe ruth wasn't alive at this time but actually, that was no, my he was. He oh was. okay so yeah. that was my example like yeah um and it, it's actually amazing that you mentioned babe ruth because i also mentioned babe oh ruth. my god look at us go <laughs> it's like we're sharing a brain oh. which would make sense um so in my notes i have um when you have a bunch of athletic dudes who can't do anything else like sex apparently they need an outlet and so father john was like yo let's play baseball sweet and so apparently they were super super good and part of the draw of the house of david team was that um back then major league baseball would not allow their players to have any facial hair so they had to be like clean cut, clean shaven. So if you look at pictures of ball players back in the early 1900s, they all are clean shaven, clean cut. Uh-huh. And then you've got these guys that don't cut their hair or shave their beards. And so basically you've got like dudes that are looking like Jesus running around playing baseball, which is my favorite visual of this whole thing. Like just can you imagine like the traditional like jesus robe and then jesus is like at shortstop and he's like oh, oh my right, God. swing bada bada swing <laughs> were they a part of the major baseball league then they couldn't technically be a part of the major league baseball because of their facial hair and the okay. long hair wow but they, they did really play, strict on that role. yeah they did play some games against major league teams just for like funsies yeah um but mostly they played against the negro league teams oh fun and according to um, old stories that people would tell um, to, like, their family members and whatever, um, it was a really interesting sight to see these, like, Jesus guys oh my playing gosh. all black teams. Wow. Because, like, that wasn't a thing that people did back then, right. you know. And so it was just, apparently it was just really, really entertaining. Um, 
And then by 1920, they were traveling all over. And like I said, they were super good. Um, and sometimes they went entire seasons without losing a single game. Wow. They were that good because they were just so dedicated to the sport. And um, I actually listened to a history podcast. And one of the things that I learned from that podcast was that Babe Ruth it was a cigar smoker. Right. And so he's a superstar. The great Bambino. Yeah, who's smoking cigars. And I'm sure people are getting wasted. And, like, in the 70s there was a huge like cocaine issue in baseball so you know you've got all these guys that are doing stuff like that and then you have these clean cut or like well opposite of clean cut you've got these jesus looking dudes who don't drink alcohol they don't smoke anything like they don't eat meat they don't have sex so like they don't have time to do anything else all they do is practice baseball so of course they're gonna be good Mm -hmm. um and then they have these games called pepper games which was just a game where they would just do a bunch of tricks. So they're kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. baseball. Yeah, which sounds so fun. Like, I would totally have gone to this and been like, yes, this is awesome. I'm like, I feel like I'm like waiting for the shoe to drop. I'm like, when does this get bad? (laughs) It does get bad. Okay, good. Sort of. Um, And actually, (laughs) it's in not long from right now um so one of the the players that allegedly according to a couple sources played for um as a sub for the house of david was babe ruth no yeah that's what one of my sources said was that he if they needed a sub every now and then if he was available he would play Jeez, i know like that's which is just bananas like that's crazy um so it all comes crashing down in the 1920s. Okay. Um, some of the girls of the House of David told authorities that they had had sex with Father John. <gasps> um, and that no some surprise. of them were underage. So therefore, no it, surprise. it is not sex anymore. That is statutory rape. So. Father John, Misty, I was rooting for you. <laughs> I know. Um, but it gets a little weird because it's like. These girls are saying that they had sex with him and that it was necessary for their salvation. One of the girls that came forward was as young as 10 years old, which oh, is really gross and gross. terrible. Um, the trial had 300 witnesses. Jesus. And over 15,000 pages of transcripts. And when I, like, Googled really quickly at midnight last night um, what a normal transcript now like the size of it is it's 40 to 60 pages long jeez so poor court reporter i I know and like back then they didn't have computers and they didn't have the stenography things and so like oh who knows how they took accurate notes and who knows how that all worked but fifteen thousand pages is a lot yeah um But at the end of the day, it was only found that Father John was guilty of fraud and public nuisance. So he was never convicted of statutory rape and he was never convicted of of doing anything with these kids. So we don't really know. And you would think, and I don't want to like victim blame and I don't want to say these girls were lying, but... You would think 300 witnesses, if it was true, 
someone would have been able to know something and say something yeah that's it's a lot of witnesses that's tough so also like what is public nuisance like why did he get like i don't know all it said was that fraud and public nuisance like i could see fraud because like he's claiming he's this thing and yeah he's he's not not. but like Mm -hmm. i'm very curious about the public nuisance yeah because it's not like they're having ragers yeah (laughs) well they might have but they don't drink so you can have a rager and not drink that's true so i don't know but that's what he was charged of but unfortunately he actually died of tuberculosis before he was even sentenced so he died without ever being convicted of anything so we don't really know if he was raping these girls we don't know if he he didn't serve any time so this was in the 1920s yeah i didn't have a specific date what about lord what was she doing in this time um the, uh, so after he died she kind of comes back into the story a little bit more okay because she was what just like hanging out yeah i think she was like, just kind of like at working. the zoo or something yeah i mean why not growing some growing some keys and score at the baseball games yeah yeah um but so after he died um the cult of house of david split into two um, one stayed the House of David, and it was run by a member who was a judge. Okay. So I don't know if he was the judge. I was going to say, maybe that factored into it somehow. So, yeah. Even if he wasn't the judge, like you would think yeah, he might have some. So, um, but even like people they've interviewed today that have connections to this are like, we don't think it was true. But again who knows um and then the second one the splinter group which took literally almost half of the leftover members because it wasn't quite the thousand or whatever it had been um was run by mary um aka lord (laughs) and it was called mary's city of david so she named her cult after herself yes good for her yeah good for her you do you girl um, and in different sources, it says Mary's city of David was either just down the street or across the street. So either way, they're really close. Yeah, but it, it was kind of weird because like it didn't, they both said, they all said different things. Like they were right across the street or it was just across the street or down the street or whatever. So mm-hmm. it was probably still on that 100,000 acres of land because otherwise, like how could they be that close? Right. So, um... So now to cut to today or 2016, 17, 18, because those are when my sources are from all, all three of those years. Um, people that were not in the cult, um, they're not associated with House of David or Mary's City of David are restoring the place. Um, they have the miniature train running and vintage baseball games are being played. Oh, my God. So we could go visit yes, this. We could go. <laughs> If it's still open, I don't know if it's still open because it's been a couple years. But and like I would be with COVID, surprised. who knows? Yeah, but it's all outside. Yeah. So who knows? Oh my gosh! I hope it's still. I know. Thing. They decorate for holidays, um. So I'm sure winter is beautiful. I wonder you know, if they sell alcohol. Fourth of July. Ooh, I wonder. <laughs> I mean, it, let's be honest. It's not like it'd be that hard to smuggle s- some in, slip some in there. Yeah. Um, we're terrible. <laughs> Um, so I pe- curse you, Father John Misty. <laughs> Chug. Yeah, right. Cheers to Father John Misty. Glug, glug, glug. 
Um, so the people in the area seem pretty happy that Eden Springs is opening up again and Eden Springs was what it was called. So it's still called Eden Springs. Yeah, I think so. Okay. It didn't, I didn't see anything about a name change or anything, but they usually just call it like, oh, the house of David Park or, you know. Yeah. Um, some of the surviving members and their family members, which how because you can't have kids okay so i'm wondering if it's like nieces and nephews interesting or yeah i don't know because it it would have to be because otherwise you can't be in the cult i don't know um they defend saying the the cult saying that it isn't one that it's just a different form of organized religion which is pretty typical for any cult yeah it's not a cult okay (laughs) um but honestly, like, this is not the worst cult that I've ever heard of, you no. know? You were right. from the sex scandal, scandal, or not even sex, the rape scandals. Yeah. Like, because, y'all, you cannot give consent if you're underage with an overage person. It's not a thing. Especially if you're 10 years old. I don't know if you guys can hear, but Sirius is now snoring. <laughs> so apparently he's not into my story. <laughs> what a jerk oh he's not snoring he's just making weird noises with his nose um but yeah so again like you would think if it was true one of those 300 people would have known or would have said something or i don't know it just seems really suspicious to me that they couldn't prove anything with that many witnesses yeah and, like, all that they could get him with was public nuisance and fraud. And the fact that, like, there was a judge and he did take over after, like, that's, that's a, a little, little sketch, yeah. suspect to me. Yeah, I would agree with that, but I don't know. It just, something about it to me just doesn't quite sit right. And, again, we can't really judge because it was literally 100 years ago at this point or close to it. Yeah. But... I don't know. It just, this one, I just found it so fascinating that they had this amazing baseball team and like people, they had baseball cards for them oh, and I found so pictures. Cool. I'll definitely show you pictures before we post because like, it's crazy. They they look like hippies. That's so <laughs> funny. Um, And then as of 2016, there were two surviving members of House of David and um the mary's city of david that would talk to the press there are a few others or were a few others but they won't speak to anybody about it they're very like insulated right so so do they still like own all this land or has that been i don't think so because um someone else was running the park now okay another I think he, the guy that's that's really working the most on it is a collector of, like, old train memorabilia and stuff. Okay. And so, like, they have these trains up and running again. And in one of the articles from, I think it was from the Detroit Free Press, they interviewed some people. And he said, like, um, you know, people come in and they, they're just, like, really emotional about being there again. They're like, oh, my God, I remember the smell of this train from when I was a kid. Because the cult ran all the way through the 70s. Okay. Um, I don't, I'd, obviously I don't think that Mary was still running it then because that would have made her incredibly old. Right. But it was still like a pretty 
big thing in that area at that time, enough where they were still running Eden Springs and having people come to the farmer's market and come to the amusement park. And so, like, they have, like, a guest book, and I guess people write things like, oh, Grandma and Grandpa had their first date here, or I had my first kiss on this bridge, or, like, whatever. So it seems like the people around there are super happy that it's opening back up, and from the sounds of it, it sounds really sick, so... I would love to go. Yeah. Take a road visit. Trip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Road trips. Not a big fan. Airplane. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So, but I think it'd be really cool to like, if if anybody's been, like send us pictures. Oh, right. Yeah. Because we'd love to see um, all of the pictures that I saw, because I didn't really look into the more recent stuff, um, were from back in the day. So, like, I saw what the house looked like. I saw what the baseball players looked like. Um, Do you know if the house is still standing? I don't know. I'd be curious about that. I'm sure it is. I mean, but it did fall into disrepair. Like, they're clearing away weeds and, you know, kind of taking back the park little by little. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of park, I'm sure. Yeah, and it said that they were only charging, like, $3 for a train ride, so they were hardly breaking even with a three dollar donation like today mm-hmm. they are yeah oh. and it's even a, a donation it sounds like okay. so they're it's not like it's as big as it once was right. but i'm hoping that like once all this covid stuff is kind of over and calmed down that people will start and we're not trying to be political when we mentioned covid it's just a reality of today it's what's happening in our world <laughs> yes so like we're not trying to be political about it but like it's a thing yeah so um yeah i i think that hopefully it's still up and running because people seem really excited about it and the vintage baseball games sound really cool that does sound cool i'm seriously hoping people are running around in jesus robes <laughs> playing baseball like sandals yeah like and like sandals. the long the long uh white outfit like the long white robes and like my goodness god it'd be so funny <laughs> but you're totally right as far as like cults go other than Father John Misty being a douchebag. An um, alleged douchebag. <laughs> well, I think we can assume. But Probably. it sounds like a like a fun a fun place, to be yeah, honest it, with you. And another reason it said that people interacted with them so much was because they didn't like shove their beliefs down your throat. Well, that's nice. So like if you were interested, obviously they would like talk to you about it and want you to like be involved, but they didn't you have to do this and you have to do that. If you're going to come here, you got to do it. You know, like it was, it seemed really chill. Yeah. So yeah, the, the baseball thing is really what I was like, hold up. <laughs> he had a baseball team. Well, do and you know what it was called? They had a bunch. I don't, I don't know for sure. Um, like what was their mascot? That is my curiosity. Oh my <laughs> I, I'm going to look really quick. Let me see if I can do this very carefully. Yeah home the house of david fighting davids the goliaths the goliaths <laughs> oh my god i really hope that's what it is house of david baseball team mascot we'll see my computer is very balanced so i'm only typing with one one hand um mascot And there are also like museums and stuff now at Eden Springs. Sounds like a like I 
would really enjoy going there yeah it really it sounds super cool um i have a 1928 photo of one of the greatest house of david baseball teams with their canine mascot <gasps> who is a white fluffy baby oh i like them even more now um i want to see if i can turn this around without oh god okay here i'm gonna just hand you my computer and then i'll take it back to oh my gosh that's a cute dog i know isn't he adorable it looks like serious but white yeah Aww. oh he's good oh boy. my gosh these people their hair i know it's crazy right that's impressive so i mean how you played baseball with hair like that it sounds hot i yeah yeah and like i mean i played softball and we would pull our hair into ponytails but like it doesn't look like these guys are doing that because in all of their pictures their hair is just like thrown over a shoulder and they have way more hair than i do and it's all wavy. Do you think they permed it? Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be amazing. So I don't see anything about, like, what they were called. I think they were re- really just called House of David. Um, Sponsored by House of yeah, David. Yeah, play- House of David ballplayers is on, on a lot of the pictures. And it looks like they have, like, a little D with a big H. Okay. On their shirts, which is hilarious because those are my Your, first two initials. Yeah, that's funny. Um, which was unintentional, clearly. Um, so my sources for this, and you can definitely tell I'm in college again because I like legit wrote them out like you're supposed to for a college. Oh, you did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just copy and pasted my. Um. URLs. So my first source, the person that actually like got me interested in this, and I'm gonna apologize in advance if I mess up names, but her name was Lauren Modry. And she wrote the article, The House of David, the Midwest cult that was really good at baseball. Um, And then I have Ron Grossman, a cult in Benton Harbor, the good and alleged evil evil of the House of David from the Chicago Tribune. And then John Carlisle, Benton Harbor remembers cult destroyed by sex scandal. And that was in the Detroit Free Press. And that was the one with all the interviews of people in the area and at least one of the surviving members i don't remember his name though um i'm looking to see if i can find it really quick he he seemed really chill he's the one that's running one of the museums oh okay there's like a baseball museum and they also in one of the articles it said that they had like a gift shop but the gift shop was literally like you could buy dead members stuff are you serious yeah isn't that trippy as hell that's so cool so like they had like old pamphlets and old booklets with like their their thoughts oh, and cool. stuff in them and like old pictures of the baseball teams and that'd be so cool to just like look through yeah so bob myers is the curator of one of the um, museums in the area he's not at that one but he was in, he was interviewed in the Detroit Free Press article um but yeah there was a, let me see I know he's in here towards the end so let me just get down to the end here uh his last name was Taylor so Mr. Taylor okay is a member of or was a member as of 2016 of Mary's City of David okay so it says there's even a gift shop which sits inside the colony's old bakery 
but doesn't sell themed souvenirs or touristy stuff. Instead, the merchandise is the actual belongings of long gone members, like their handmade music box, boxes and painted crafts, their old pamphlets and books outlining mystical precepts of their home utensils, and photos of smiling long hairs in baseball uniforms. They're pretty much things he found in storage and has no use for. The remnants of a group, a thousand now down to its last lingering members, who see their decline as the fulfillment of a prophecy. Hmm. So that's directly from the article from the Detroit Free Press written by John Carlyle. So we do have one question, and I know you won't be able to answer this, but if they don't go around dead bodies and handle dead bodies you think they had to like source that out like when someone died they had to have someone come in who was not a part of the oh i'm sure house of david to come in and like take away the bodies i'm sure and like i wonder where all those people are buried like did they give them burials do they have a cemetery like yeah i don't know any of that unfortunately and like what would happen if you walked into your neighbor's house and they had died and they died like what would you do about that because like is that like you like throw salt over your shoulder like you do when you you know <laughs> break you a spin mirror in something? a circle three times and then you spit on the ground i have i have no idea huh so interesting lots of questions left again seems like a pretty mild cult uh as far as cults go yeah i would agree so Cool. Well, um, do we want to plug our socials again? Yes. We Sorry. Plug our socials. I haven't memorized it. It's MW Madness Podcast. Yes. On Instagram. Yep. And then MW Madness Podcast at gmail.com. Again, if you have any stories you want us to look into, any pictures you want to share from the House of David's um, park park or ball team yeah. or anything um suggestions questions comments corrections because i'm sure be nice yeah please be nice <laughs> um we're minnesotans we don't do mean very well so cool well thanks for listening and we'll be back next tuesday with another episode and it'll be emily's turn and i won't know the story this time i know i still have to pick one i do get a good one i do too cool all right thanks guys bye